This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe to the cop, slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show (laughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to welcome in Joe Ingles. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Joe, are we getting you in Utah? Have you gone off to join the Boomers and pursue the Australian Olympic dream and you're in L.A. or Vegas? or What's going on? Where are you? Um, I'm in Utah right now. Um, going to L.A. tomorrow morning um, for our first little kind of mini camp, um, which has been kind of rushed for me, obviously, because I had already told them a long time ago that I would not be at this part of it. Um, so, yeah, trying to figure out some information in, and all that leading into it uh, this last few days just to, to figure it all out because, obviously, um, in my mind and, and even the team, um, the, the Boomers, they obviously had planned for, for me not to be there. So um, I guess a little bit disappointing from one side that I am going, but obviously excited to get with, with the guys as well um, tomorrow and, um, yeah, kind of start that campaign of, of winning a medal. So how are you going to handle all this stuff during the offseason with the international as far as making sure your body is getting the type of recovery and staying in shape and improving your game and all the things that you would normally do in the offseason? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be busy. <laughs> um, I actually had a nice little... Um, obviously, I'm still, like I've said, every off-season, I'm speak to coach and figure out some things that I can get better at or what, what I can work on, and um, I'm still going to have time to do those things. Um, the, the staff we have with the Boomers is, is um, a lot of different people from all over the place, so um, I'll... I'll I'll have coaches, I'll, I'll have rebounders and stuff like that. I'll be able to get individual work in um, as, as well as obviously getting ready with, with the team. So um, we've got a good medical team and, and fitness staff and all that. Uh, so so I'll, have, I'll have enough time. Obviously, I'll be flying around a little bit here and there and traveling. Um, but I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure I'm getting my, the, the right amount of lifts in, um, not only for the Olympics, but for, for the, the preparation of, of next year as well, and um, the right amount of recovery in. This first camp I'm going to tomorrow, I'm not going to really be doing anything. Um, more, more to be with the guys, and um, this will kind of start my preparation. So I'll, I'll still lift. Um, I've been lifting all this week anyway. Um, Obviously, get recovery, and I'll shoot a couple of times, but but nothing too strenuous this, this next few this next week in in LA, and um, yeah, just make sure I'm I'm on top of everything, um, so that well, obviously one I'm ready for the Olympics and and trying to trying to do my best there, and then obviously preparing for for next season as well. So you've had a few days to let it uh, sink in, and when you look back, like where where did it go horribly wrong? What the heck happened? 
I mean, it's it's something we'll probably obviously look and watch over the next few months. You, you, I was talking to, to JC yesterday. It still feels like we should be preparing for a game. Like it still doesn't like kind of feel too real that we're actually out. So, um, I mean, obviously the second half of that last game was was. I mean, I I can't even be bothered going into specifics or, or whatever right now. It's there's nothing changing that right now, but obviously there's things we need to, to either work, kind of work on. Um, obviously, got to there's some key key pieces with Mike and stuff that we need to figure out what what that situation looks like, um, and then kind of figure out individually what we can all do to be better next year. What what the, obviously the team will do what what they what they do or what they want to do. Um, in terms of the roster, that's obviously a little bit out of the, the player side of it control. Um, but all of us kind of looking at ourselves, what we can do. Obviously, we were a little bit beat up with a, a couple injuries, and, and that's not an excuse or anything, but that's just the the way it was. And we we played kind of reasonably well throughout the year with with missing some guys, but we obviously obviously fell short in that second half. Um, they they did play unreal in that second half, so you got to give a little bit of credit to them for what they did and how they played but obviously we felt like we especially the way we played in the first half we um, obviously thought we'd, we'd have a good shot at, at winning that game so um, I said it in my exit meeting the, the day after or whatever day it was that for me it was probably the toughest loss that, that we've had since I've been here um, with what we've done in the regular season and um, the, the first round with Memphis, obviously playing a, a young kind of gritty team, but we're able to get through that. Being up 0-2, and then um, we, we played some really good quarters and halves, but but we we didn't really put it all together to to win that series. So um, once again, you you go you're going back to look at yourself individually. Obviously, the team will look at the team, and um, and we'll prepare for. Uh, not right now, but slowly get our minds right to, to be ready for, for the start of next year. Guys usually support other guys in their business decisions. You know, you had been, uh, took the high road sure. when, when Hayward left and all that. Now you got Mike Conley, but I think you're on record as saying, you know, you certainly want him back. And in classic Joe Engel style, I'll go back there to his mansion. So you get in a little shot, but your point is uh, taken that you'll do whatever you can do. How will you handle that? As far as getting involved with Mike's decision, um, I mean, I'll be as involved as either the club wants me, or um, obviously, I'm going to I'm going to speak to him anyway. I've got a, a we have a great relationship. Our, our my my daughter and his son are in the same class, and so there's there's a lot of things that connect us. Um, not just on the court, but but off the court as well. So our wives are going to a thing tonight together um so um yeah there's there's a lot of things obviously first and foremost just as a basketball player that uh, i think i mean if if fans didn't want him back too i would be struggling to figure out why Uh, i think he showed obviously after that first year and and getting more comfortable and being a lot more healthy this year um what he does for our team like the not just on the court, but off the court. He's, he's obviously a great teammate and all that. We don't need to, to dive into to all of that now. But um, I think he, he, he showed what, what he does for our organisation on the court and, and obviously off. So if, if they want me to be 
heavily involved. I will if they want me to, to just kind of let them handle it. Obviously, Ryan and, and his team, um, whatever they need. But I, I'm going to, obviously, regardless, I'm going to be texting him and talking to him all summer. Um, like I said, Al, there's a lot more connection than, than just the basketball side. So, um, obviously, I hope he comes back. Um, and, we'll, I, I, I mean, I know Ryan and the front office will, will do it from their part or what they need to do. Um, I think the other side of it, too, for, for Mike and, and just thinking in, in Mike's mind, I don't think he's ever been a free agent either. So, for him to rush, rush a decision, I, I don't see that happening. Um, whether he wants to be here or not, um, I think he'd always... You guys might know more, but I think he'd always extended with Memphis before he even ever got to being a free agent. So I don't think he's ever actually been an unrestricted free agent where he can actually sit down with the team or, or two and figure out where he wants to do. Obviously, he's got a family that will take a, a part of, of that decision as well, where they want to be and what they want to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll we'll support him, like you said. Obviously, I hope the support is, is him, his, him coming back here, but um, like I said, I'll do my part if I can, and, and I know the club will, and the, the rest is kind of up to him, I, I think. He did say in his uh, exit interview with the media that he had not been a free agent before, yeah. so that, uh, yeah, that's out that's, there. I don't think it's like a... Like, you, you're going to take meetings with other teams. I mean, I had all my meetings lined up. It's just that I met with the Jazz first, and I decided to say screw it and just sign right away. <laughs> I didn't... So, like, it's not an uncommon thing for guys to, to meet with other teams, so... Initially, I wouldn't be reading into that too much. Once you get into those meetings and it's a few days in, then you can kind of figure out a little bit more of what might go on. But, um, again, it's, it's Mike's decision. It's his family's decision. And, again, we obviously hope he comes back and, and I'll do everything I can. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Are you looking at, with your age, being this the last opportunity to play with your national team? And if so, how much more does Hell it mean? No. No, hell no. Is that what you said? I'm playing until the wheels fall off with that one. That's, uh, I mean, that's just something, obviously, as I get older, um, yeah, you start to think, like, will this be my last Olympics? Will it be my last time kind of being able to represent my country or, or whatever? Um, I honestly haven't thought of that. I've always... My, my Patty Mills and I have had this kind of thing for, I mean, we first made the team in 2008 in Beijing. Um, this would be our fourth Olympics together. Um, obviously, we feel like we're kind of the, the, the leaders of this group and, and trying to win this medal. We, we've never won a medal at a major tournament, um, obviously that being a World Cup or, or an Olympic Games. We've been so close the last few kind of couple campaigns. And the, my mindset with the whole thing and the way I go about it is is purely... To, to win a medal with with some of my, my best friends, it's um, it, it's something that over the last like I said, couple campaigns we've we've had a roster and, and team that's been able to, to to achieve that. We have obviously fallen short, but I mean I remember in 2008 in Beijing, like we we had a good team. I, I would never um, put any of my teams down or anything like that, but I don't know if we ever had a chance to actually win a medal. We 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 made the quarterfinals. Uh, my first two Olympics and crossed over with, with, with Team USA in the quarterfinals, which is um, 
at that point was a, a tough ask for us to do. We had, uh, I think, Bogan and Paddy were the only two NBA players we had, and the rest of us played in Australia and Europe. So as we've gone on, we've obviously, I mean, majority of our roster now is either NBA players or had recently been in the NBA. Um, obviously, with like I said, what well, the last campaign, couple of campaigns, we, we believe we can win a gold medal or, or worst case scenario, a medal. So if we don't, for us, it's a, it's a failure. Um, and we've obviously kind of failed these last couple of campaigns. And I know Paddy's the same as me. My whole mindset is that, like, I'm, I'm obviously, if I'm, I'm healthy and able to, I'm, I'm not going to give up on this opportunity until, until we win a medal. So, um, if we win a medal this summer, maybe that'll be it for me. Maybe not, but um, I just love it too much. I, I, the pride I have representing my country and um, having my family support me, and it's not just as playing for ourselves or this medal. It's we're, we're representing a country. We're representing, like I said, my family. Um, it's something obviously I take a lot of pride in. So um, I'm, I'm lucky that the Jazz have always supported me in that too, and. Um, yeah, we'll see where it takes us. Uh, I don't know. I would, I would never put a, uh, a restraint on my, my Australian boomers career. Okay. So the NBA draft is coming up, and there aren't a lot of international players near the top of the draft this year, but I couldn't help but notice you know, one guy who's projected as a middle-of-the-first-round guy, Josh Giddy, a guard from Adelaide, 6'8". I was wondering if you know anything about him. What can you tell us about him? Yeah, I do. I actually have... Um, so I've always been pretty open to, to obviously trying to help players or obviously more Australians, <laughs> um, but obviously helping kind of younger, that, that next kind of group coming up and for, for Australia, he was that guy. And, and I reached out to him probably over a year ago now, just that if you ever need anything or wanted to talk or, um, and we've actually spoken more than I probably ever predicted. Whenever you give these options to, to kids, you, you never know where they'll take it. And, and Josh has been, unreal uh, with, with asking questions and um, I watched a ton of games. He, he played for the Adelaide 36ers which is my hometown um, so I know a lot of people around that, that organisation and, and obviously my family still lives there and um, yeah really good kid really 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 high IQ um, I don't want to compare him to Lonzo but that type of like pass first point guard mentality is, is how he plays um, really good in pick and roll really good passer like you said, I think six eight or whatever, like tall point guard. Um, still, obviously, some things to work on is his shooting and stuff. Is stuff that um, I think it's like what I've talked about. It, if you're not in the NBA, it's it's always harder to work on your game because you're working with like his team this year probably had twelve, fifteen players, and they had I think they had two or three coaches. So we, we've talked about that on here before. The the attention to um, the time that you get to pay attention to your own game is it is tough. So um, he still had done a lot of that. Like I said, I, I spoke to him and tried to get him, even during his NBL season, trying to get him as prepared as possible um, just to be ready for what he's going to face here and uh, I guess trying to help him and talk to him of, of uh, how teams will play him here. Teams will go under the start. They'll force him to shoot. They'll... Um, yeah, everyone gets kind of tested defensively when you first come over here. So... Um, he's got all the right tools. He 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 works his ass off. He, he's an incredibly hard worker, um, which is a is a really good start. But I think if you're coming in the NBA with high IQ and you you work your ass off, you, you've got two things that are um, that are going to translate. So 
um, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's actually in LA right now. He, I was talking to him yesterday. He'll, he'll be at camp with us with the Boomers, and um, I mean, I hope he makes the, the the team. I don't know what that looks like with with Ross spots, and I have to wait till I get there and and, and get with the guys. But um, incredibly talented kid, and I'll I mean, I'll be working out with him a little bit as of tomorrow. So I'm excited for for him, and obviously for me to to get there with him and work out. Yeah, I don't know what he's necessarily predicted to go. I think I think it was always kind of first round somewhere. I think he he did draft uh kind of get his stock rising a little bit with, with the way he played in the NBL this year. He had a few triple doubles and, and, and played really well. So um I don't know what peak we have, but it'd be if he wants to come here as a maybe if Mike leaves we'll uh, we'll get Josh Giddy. <laughs> <laughs> So your schedule obviously is going to be pretty tight. You going to have any opportunity to go home? No, um, which absolutely sucks. Um, I we actually just applied for an exemption for Renee again uh, just recently and got denied for the third time. So um, yeah, it obviously sucks with with that part of it because um, I think Renee was just saying yesterday. I think it's ba- ba- basically about two years now since we've been home, which for me isn't the biggest worry I'm used to being away and not seeing my family, but Renee's extremely close with, with her family and, and all that. And her, they've never met Jack, um, who's seven months now. Um, Renee's brothers recently had twins, um, just coming up to a year now. So just, just those type of things obviously get to probably Renee more to, more than me. And it gets to me when it gets to, to Renee, uh, which, which is hard. Um, We'll, uh, we'll try and figure out a way we can either try and either get some family here, but she, she'll be in Utah um, the whole time while I'm away. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's tough. I'll be obviously L.A. this week, and then I come back for a few days, and then obviously away again on the 5th to go to Vegas for a couple of weeks and then Tokyo. So um, if you guys want to go and babysit or something, let me know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it, it sucks because, yeah. Yeah, I got no you want to go home, you want to see your family, but um, obviously we understand kind of with COVID and what's going on in the world. I got no problem watching your American son. He's not American, he's Australian. I've got three Australian children. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it'd be good if the family could meet the future president of the United yeah. States. I mean, he's going to be rooting for the U.S., man. He's going to, he's going to oh, bring no, home the gold. Oh, oh, now you've crossed a line. It's one thing for him to be in the White House. That gets Joe to the Lincoln bedroom. But yeah, playing for the say. U.S. That's the, only, that's the only thing I'd support. If he, if he can get to uh, the president or something like that, I'll, I'll support him with that. But anything else won't be done. Um, you should see the way he lights up when I walk in the room, there's no way he'll be cheering for America. He gets, <laughs> okay, you realize I was only joking. <laughs> I mean, he might. It doesn't, I mean, it is what it is, right? I'll still I'll have to teach him some lessons. But, um, no, nah, we'll, we'll be here. Obviously, we're pretty comfortable here, too. Renee's comfortable. And, um, she was actually planning her, her birthday dinner, and she was like, I wouldn't – she invited, like, 20 people. She's like, I wouldn't have been able to invite 20 people a year or two ago. So oh, nice. We've, uh, we've got a lot of friends and, and close friends here now and stuff, so it's um, – yeah, we, we enjoy it here, but obviously getting home would be, would be nice, but it won't be probably now until next off-season. So um, it's a long way away, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Joe, we appreciate you coming on for another year. Up, oh, PK's got one more. Well, yeah, for another year, Joe. Yeah. So that's seven down. You're, you've set the record. I mean, basically, your stint with us has been longer than every Kardashian marriage. So that's very impressive. Uh, but that's throwing JC under the bus. JC was. <laughs> well, you did, not me. Uh, are, are we? We're going to make it eight, right? Yeah, I'm down. I, I'm I'm cool. I Good. as much as I mean, it's my show anyway. So yeah, exactly. if you guys, if you guys want to come on for another year, and we do, um, very much so. That would be good. We'll uh, we'll get back to it. I I was just telling Jake before. I'll I'll be I'll be around in the next couple of weeks anyway in America, and then we can try and do one via Tokyo internet if that works. Japan Japanese internet. I don't know how that works all over there, but if we can make it work, we will. That's good. I was just uh, I was just talking to a guy who's going to be over there for the Olympics. We'll have multiple Olympic correspondents. That'll be awesome. Oh, there you go. They can ask me some silly questions of yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. We appreciate it, and we will definitely take you up on the offer. We will we will follow the international portion of your basketball career closely. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, guys. Joe Ingles joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, coming up, we'll get you up to speed on all the stuff you missed if you join the show late. We'll do that next. Stay with us.